Hello, and welcome to The Funny Thing About Yoga, where we talk all things yoga and maybe make you laugh a little bit. I'm Gianna Gambino. And I'm Bradshaw Wish. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm having so much fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This episode is with Bradshaw Wish and Gianna Gambino. Gianna Marie. Gianna Marie. Gambino. (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Ooh, ooh, get it. Get it. Yes, this is going to air while we're in Nicaragua. Uh, So if you're listening, you're probably not there, which is your fault. Um, (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Gianna and I are in. It is. We'll be in Nicaragua for two weeks. We're leading a retreat and then we're leading a training. Uh, so we're we're, born, we're recording some content before we leave. But this is going to air as one of our bonus episodes. Uh, so welcome back. And we have one question that's a little more lengthy today. So we're just going to answer this one question today. So we have some time because there's a lot to go over. So yeah. We're going to unpack a couple mm-hmm. of different things in this question. So I'm excited because I pre-listened to all of these and I'm excited to see your reaction. I'm excited yeah. because I don't. <laughs> I'm excited because I just show up. <laughs> I get to show up and do whatever I want. Okay, okay let ready? it rip. I'm, I'm sharing the audio, everyone. Hi friends. So my name is Akila. Um, before I get into the topic I'd like the two of you to discuss, I just wanted to say that I think that the podcast is hilarious and I love hearing the two of you interact and talk about yoga and life and it's just brought me a lot of joy to listen to the two of you. So thank you for creating it. Uh, the topic I'd like you to get into today is yoga on YouTube. So I'm a teacher who has recently started uploading my classes to YouTube. This is partially just to reach a broader range of students, but also I'm originally from Canada and I now live in the States, so it's a way of me connecting with people from home. Um, So as I said, my name is Akila, and it's spelled A-Q-U-I-L-A and it's a very unique name. So when I was creating my yoga channel, I didn't really think to investigate if anyone shared my name. Mm. But as it turns out, there is a woman who shares my name and she is an adult entertainer and her niche on YouTube is sensual yoga, which I had never heard of, but it is, there's a whole niche on YouTube of um, basically people just putting on yoga clothes and stretching and pretending to be yoga teachers and and doing it in a really sexually explicit way and it's a whole like realm of the adult entertainment industry (laughs) and so I'm finding a lot of the viewership I'm getting on my channel is in fact not people that are doing my classes but it is men that I would assume were searching for this other woman's channel and found me instead and have mistaken 
me for an adult entertainer rather than a yoga、mm. teacher. So, if you guys could dive into that, just talking a little bit about the sexualization of yoga, and you know, maybe if there's any thoughts you have or advice for teachers. I know that when I put videos out publicly where I'm teaching and maybe I'm wearing, you know, tighter clothing, the intention is not to sexualize myself. It is so that students can see proper alignment without any barriers to that.、Um, so yeah, if you guys have any thoughts on just how yoga has become sexualized, especially with it being in online spaces more frequently and being More public,、uh, more accessible to people. So yeah, if you guys want to dive into that, if you want, I can send you some of the comments I've received, and Bradshaw can sing them because wouldn't that be hysterical? <laughs> But yeah, if you guys could、uh, unpack that a little bit, that would be, I think, a very juicy episode. There's a lot there. There's a lot. So I think let's. Let's tackle this topic in parts. Okay. I think one part is just putting yourself out there on YouTube and like niche、yeah. marketing and things like that. And then the other part is the sexualization of yoga. So, where do you want well, to begin? Number one, I think good for you for putting yourself out there. That's hard enough.、Uh, I think that any so much of what Gian and I have learned about getting clientele or meeting people is putting yourself out there and seeing what works and what doesn't work. So、mm-hmm. anyone that's really willing to create a YouTube channel or a Patreon or have some kind of online presence, it does no matter it does give you a global reach, and that is the amazing thing about the internet, and is the most amazing thing about the internet. So I applaud you for taking that step. I think it's a really great thing to、uh, look into and see what works and what doesn't work. And I definitely think that it's a way for you to meet clientele. It just takes time, so I think that's fantastic. I mean, what do you think, G? I think a, a lot of things, but I think that YouTube has been a really great way for some people. I mean, nowadays I can think of a handful of people that dominate the yoga, the、sphere. yoga on YouTube sphere. Of course. Everybody probably knows yoga with Adrian. I think she's done a really great job of creating、um, different format classes, literally for everybody. And、mm-hmm, you know,、mm-hmm. it's obviously not in the realm of sensual yoga that you talked about. Like she's really doing, and has been for years and years, one of the first people to get on YouTube and really make a name for herself. And、um, yeah, I think I do think there's space for others, but also I know you and I, Bradshaw, have been like almost like it's there's already someone on YouTube for that. I think for、mm. me personally, I haven't put myself on YouTube because of that. So I think that、um, knowing how you want to. Market yourself, or like have like some sort of niche in the、mm-hmm. field, will help you in the YouTube platform. And now I have to just say I do not know this from experience. Like I have not put myself on YouTube, but I do think because this becomes more about like 
search words, keywords, uh, SEO optimization, like to get yourself known on YouTube, it would help to like niche in a yeah. little bit. Now, the niche of sensual yoga is like a whole other topic that um, I have not explored on YouTube, but I can tell you <laughs> if you search, if you just do a general search for yoga on like TikTok, you'll see it. You'll know what she means. Like there's a lot of videos of people, you know, wearing sports bras and very small, like, um, you know, those like small yoga shorts that are mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, usually worn in like hot yoga. Yeah. And they don't leave that much to the imagination. And it's definitely with an implication of some sort around movements that honestly could be kind of vulnerable and like sexualized. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that to me, I think first and foremost, it's an insult to, I think the tradition of yoga and the culture um, that I don't know, is insult too harsh of a word? Or do you think, do you, do you see where I'm going with that? Or is, like, I just think it's like, I you think know, it's so more, much... I think it's, I think they're fetishizing it is what's happening. They're fetishizing and, yoga. But yes. And whenever you fetishize something from another culture, it's problematic. That's yeah. No, whole, I, I agree. That's I, the whole no, issue. I, I, yes, I get it. I think that, oh, gosh, this is, I feel like such a slippery slope. It's just, a, it's, it's a very big topic because you can get like, when you talk about sexualizing, then you talk about teachers and there's like, I mean, that's just, there's a lot. I so I think, I think what you're saying is you don't want to put any shame around it. Cause I know you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, I would just say, honestly, I just think about you changing your name on YouTube. Like, is there a nickname that you go by? And then like, also, I think that putting in the description of what you're doing in your YouTube channel and you can even, I mean, it sounds so stupid, but like, maybe you put like a disclaimer, this is not sensual yoga. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I don't, I'm not yeah. kidding. And then like, um, oh God, I, I'm all, I'm not a woman also. So I also, I don't, you know, like that's a whole yeah. other layer of things that I don't feel comfortable speaking on. Yes. I, I mean, I I have found not on YouTube, but like in my DMs, like every once in a while, some person that I do not know, usually a man, commenting yeah. on some yoga post that I did in a tone or way that is like, okay, they're not interested in yoga. They're, they're interested in the fact that I'm flexible and bendy and whatever. It's a really, really, I don't even know the word it's because it's not like a hard line, but it's like, it's something that as a woman, I think about a lot, even when I'm getting clients that I don't know, like, especially, and then this kind of talks about gender, gender dynamics a little bit, but like, especially when you feel a little bit like vulnerable in a way, um, and it's like, for instance, if I'm marketing myself to do like privates, like this would happen a lot. Like I would 
have a section on my website, like, oh, I do privates. And then I get like a man calling me who wants me to go over to his house and give him privates. I'm like, oh, I have to think about this in a different way. Like I have to protect myself and be comfortable with it. Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. in that situation, I would probably do like a neutral space and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to not go to your house, but I rent this studio, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's, that's this. But I agree with Bradshaw because this is a virtual thing. I think you should have like your brand and your niche, like very well thought out on your homepage on yeah. YouTube. And if, because you have a unique name and I can relate, I, I, I too have a name that is not so common. Can you brand yourself? So it's like Akila something yoga, you know, like you're like yoga for athletes with Akila or whatever it is, uh, like just find your niche, your brand so that you can kind of distinguish yourself from that other thing. Yeah. Cause I am sure, I'm sure you're not, I mean, while you're laughing at the comments, I'm sure that's not um, no, it's not what you want. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. And like, I'm not trying to make, it's not funny. Like I, it, it's not funny for someone like you who are like, that's not your intention. And people are leaving sexual comments. It's uncomfortable. Um, so we're not making light of that. Yeah. And we know that this is, um, just the nature of the internet is, yeah. you know, it houses like so many different things. And, um, to go back to, what I was saying, like the, the sensualization or the sexualization of yoga, I do think is problematic from an appropriative and a cultural standpoint. And I also think that, um, you know, the issue you're having is another example of how it can be, um, well, to, I also, I don't want, I also don't want to, we shouldn't feel shame around sex and that's so what I thought. That's, that's what i thought that's you were like, going to talk about yeah, before. yeah yeah like that's kind of what it's so and i think like like let's there's also like there's tantra you know there's there's there are ancient practices that are that are that focus more on release that like that focus on tension and release and se sex is part of some of those things and so i don't think that we should be feeling shame or looking down on for lack of a better terms sex work i think mm -hmm. that that's not what you're providing mm -hmm. yeah so without this is to me the reason i'm kind of hesitant here g is like mm -hmm. I, it's it's not a very black and white thing for me personally like, I think it's a very broad thing to be like, sexualization is bad. And it's like, okay, yes, if you're using it to appropriate a culture, but there are ancient practices that are sensual, that are sexual. And there's also like owning your sexuality versus sexuality yes. that comes from toxic masculinity. So this mm -hmm, is like very mm -hmm. layered and, and nuanced. So yeah. I agree with you. It's not black and white. And so when you ask us to talk about the sexualization of yoga, my first response is like, I think it's, it's disrespectful to the culture, but mm -hmm. I also know that people, I mean, I'm not going to like pick and choose what's better or worse, but there's been so many different appropriations of yoga there's goat yoga yeah, there's yo yeah. yoga with wine um you mm -hmm. know so i'm i'm not putting these in a higher 
Zelensky. I think they all are appropriative and they all mm -hmm. are not respectful of the culture, but I don't want to uh, like demoralize the centralization of it just because it is so tied to like Bradshaw was saying, like shame, sex and shame and all of those notions. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah, of course. And, but, yeah. but I, and I know that there are, um, you know, yoga teachers and influencers on Instagram and TikTok, like, um, Susanna Barkataki, I would suggest you look to her Instagram she has done a couple of videos where she just puts in yoga in the search, the search of um, like Google or of TikTok, and she shows you everything that she's pulled up. Mm -hmm. There's this this like niche in TikTok bikini yoga. I don't know what to call it, um, but look to her, look to her post and what she uh, exposes about it, and I think. Um, from my memory, it is a lot about how this is taking the tradition of yoga and changing it into something that it was, that yeah. is not. Yeah. Um, yeah and exactly. so, and so look to those people, those voices and experts on this subject. Um, because I, I don't think Bradshaw and I have all the answers or know everything. So yeah, exactly. I'll just, I'll, I'll just say her name one more time. Susanna Barkataki. She talks about this a lot on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting. It's a very interesting topic. Again, it's is when when people bring up topics like this that I think are very layered and sometimes controversial, problematic. Co yeah, controversial, like problematic, or emotional, or like can be traumatic. Like there's so it's just there's so much going on. Something I've learned that I've been trying to work on is like to take time to think about what I want to say. Yeah. And so I, this is something I kind of need. I would need to process and think about for a while. And maybe you, maybe you should be listening to the questions more <laughs> sooner. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. And, 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 and I think that a lot of it has to do with like personal experience of the female experience and putting yeah. yourself online, which is something I can't relate to. Yeah. But I think just in terms of like patriarchal concepts and the toxic masculinity, I don't, I'm not saying you can come in from that lens, but that's also mm -hmm. another layer to think about. And mm -hmm. your, like your experience is different than mine. Like, have yeah. you ever Bradshaw felt, um, looked at like a piece of meat in your class? <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever um... felt uncomfortable around someone's energy? Cause you felt like they were looking you up and down in a sexual manner in a class. No. See, and I, I have, I'm pretty sure many other women have. And when you're trying to do a job and that's not part of the job, it's, it could be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Imagine, I mean, this is in person, but like, who knows what's happening behind computer screens. Yeah. So honestly, like sometimes that, if that's something to think about. Yeah, I would say honestly, just change your name so this girl, so people don't think you're a sex worker. <laughs> number one and number two, unless you want to be viewed as a sex worker, and number two, d put in your description of what you're providing. Yeah, that's and here fact. I have one more, one more thing, one yeah. more thing. Like when when you're talking about what you're like, you're wearing tighter clothes because you're you know you want to pe show people their alignment, which totally makes sense. 
I wouldn't worry so much about that because people can just go on Instagram and look at pictures of people in tight clothes. I like, I really don't yeah. think that that's the. Yeah. And alignment, this is a whole other conversation, but alignment can be pretty subjective because what aligns in your body might not align in someone else's yeah. body anyway. And so. Yeah. So put a full body in- condom on, put, put a full body <laughs> condom on, put, uh, put on a ski pants and a jacket and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you for the question. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry you're dealing with the comments and the confusion, but this is maybe character building in some way because now you're going to really niche out and own the hell out of your offerings and your voice. I love it. All okay. right. We hope that helped in some way. And we will and, talk to yeah, you Yeah, or, or you just heard us ramble. She, yeah, she's like, I'm, she's like, I'm fucking am even more confused. Well, guess what? I don't like the comments. So delete them. <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete, delete them. Delete them. Bye bye. You creep. Pr- you creepy, creepy man. Goodbye. <laughs> you creep. You creepy, <laughs> creepy man. Delete. Block. Control. I'll delete. All right. Thank okay. you. Bye. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We're enjoying that Nicaragua sunshine by now. And you should enjoy the podcast, share it with friends, <laughs> and rate, review, subscribe. Bye. <laughs> bye.